Have you heard about Anchor, the most easiest way for you to make a podcast? Let me explain. It is free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's literally everything that you need for your podcast in one place. And did I mention that it's free? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. If you are new, welcome to the Chat with T podcast. I'm your host, Tamicia. We are back for another episode. Yay! Today, we are talking about dating, also referred to as courting. Um, You're spending time together. You're getting to know one another. And there's like a tad bit of intimacy, but not too much, right? So dating should be a fun and insightful experience, okay? Not only are you learning about yourself and what you want in a future partner, it's also something that contributes to your growth. And growth is a, it's a continuous process. It's not something that happens overnight. You don't just grow overnight, right? You don't just heal overnight. And dating is one way to push you one step closer to being the best version of yourself. While reflecting on my previous dating experiences, I realized in some cases, I did not always make the best decisions or choices. Moreover, it was evident that sometimes, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I was the problem. Yes, I'm going to hold myself all the way accountable. I'm like, I'm encountering the same type of men. I'm encountering the same type of problems. I was like, okay, it's something with me, okay? It's not just the guys. It's something with me too. So this is me holding myself accountable. Like, how do you expect to get different results if you're still doing the same shit? Think about that. So if you are ready to learn... Let's chat. First on the list, it was originally number four, but I was like, nah, this needs to be the first one. So the first dating tip that I have for you, which is so important, is to please enjoy your singleness. Please enjoy your single season. One of the mistakes I made with majority of my dating experiences or my dating life, really, I was putting pressure on men to fix me to fill my void, to cure my loneliness, you name it, that's what I was doing. If I wasn't trying to get men to fix me, I, on the other hand, was trying to build and fix men. I was practically the equivalent to a, what you might call it, a Build-A-Bear workshop. I was Miss Build-A-Man. I was drowning in relations because I didn't realize I could give certain qualities to myself. So when you can give certain qualities to yourself, you can still enjoy them from others without being dependent on them. Because it's like, okay, I can do this for myself too, right? You are making a mistake when you try to have your date fulfill you in ways that you really can't do um, yourself. You know, there are some things that you need to take care of before you get serious about dating right for one i really think that if you haven't mastered being comfortable alone you know really spending time with yourself getting to know yourself your dating relationship or your dating experiences they're gonna suffer and here's why the person that you date 
they cannot give you what you cannot give yourself. You have to be able to provide yourself with the basics. You would end up shifting that responsibility on the person that you're dating, right? You don't want to date with the intention of, so for example, okay, I'm going to date him so that he can fill this void so that I won't feel alone, right? Or you can say something like, I'm going to date her so that she can fix my poor communication skills because I can't open up and I can't express myself properly. So she's going to fix that for me. So those are just examples, but that's some real shit because at one point I was really thinking this way. There is just some stuff you need to have established beforehand, right? It's literally a recipe for disaster if otherwise. So moreover, I really just hated being single. You know, however, now I'm in a space where I understand the importance of enjoying your singleness. I truly understand that your single season, it is to be unapologetically appreciated, embraced, and explored fully, right? This is the time where you're focusing on yourself. You're focusing on your loved ones. If you're in school, you're focusing on your schooling, getting that degree, getting that diploma, right? You're focused on your career, your crafts, your projects, your goals, your desires, on God, whatever the case may be. And I think that we all need to spend a significant amount of time alone. Because listen, when you cool with yourself, you know how to be by yourself. When shit not working out, when shit go left, the person that you're trying to date, you're going to skedaddle. All right. You're going to you're going to leave because you're not going to tolerate nobody mess. Right. If stuff getting crazy, it's going to make it so much easier to leave because you're like, I don't need this. I don't need to be doing this. I'm good by myself. I'm good on my own. Period. So with that being said, um, definitely just take the time to be confident and secure with yourself. You know, this isn't to say that you have to have everything all figured out and that you need to be perfectly healed because truth be told, listen, no one is perfect and we all heal to a degree, okay? If you haven't mastered or you haven't gotten some sort of grip on being comfortable by yourself or taking the steps to become whole, let me tell you something, it's not gonna go away on its own. You're not gonna magically wake up whole. You're not gonna magically wake up enjoying your own solitude. Like this is something that truly does take time. You must really confront those feelings, you know, deal with those feelings of loneliness head on so that you're not gonna date out of loneliness. When you deal with that, you can actually enjoy the person or the people that you're dating because you're not using them to fill a void or to have them make you feel whole, if that makes sense, right? Whereas if you're not secure with yourself and you didn't deal with those feelings, you're not going to enjoy this experience because you would be on this endless search for something that you haven't even tried to give yourself. And you would only be focused on having them around to make you feel good. So it's not going to be mutually beneficial, right? Moreover, right, I'm going to close out with this. When you don't take the time to embrace your singleness and you're just so desperate to date or be with someone, that shit will cloud your judgment. And you're going to ignore the red flags being shown to you, which we're going to discuss more later. So if you are single, pray for healing, pray for growth, pray to be made whole. Get a hobby, spend time with your friends, do what you need to do to enjoy your solitude, to enjoy your single season so that you can date the right way. The second dating tip that I have for you is to establish boundaries, right? Boundaries, um, they're crucial for having a healthy dating experience. Um, personal boundaries define and they protect us from what we will and will not tolerate. So an example of a boundary would be 
if we're having a disagreement and you're yelling at me, you're cursing, you're going all crazy, and then I say, listen, if you continue to yell and if you continue to use profanity, I'm going to remove myself from the conversation, right? So let's say you continue to yell, you're still cursing, and you're still coming crazy at me. I would then walk away or I'm going to simply stop responding. That's just an example of setting a boundary. People you have relations with, you know, they're going to know how you expect to be treated when it comes to boundaries. Had I known that setting boundaries would have eliminated some of my dating problems, I would have set them, right? I found setting boundaries difficult, not just with men, but with a lot of my relationships. And boundary setting isn't just for dating. It's also platonic, like your friends or your family, your coworker, whoever, right? And I just found it hard to do because I was a little bit of a people pleaser. I assumed that if I was setting boundaries, it would make me seem annoying or it would push people away. But I failed to realize that setting boundaries was the key to protecting my peace and good energy. When you don't set boundaries, you allow people to walk all over you, right? You become this doormat. People will see this as an opportunity to take advantage of you simply because you never set boundaries. You can set boundaries later on. However, I do encourage you to set them right out the gate. Like as soon as you can, like please set those boundaries, okay? Let them know what it is and what you will not allow. Setting boundaries does not make you weak. It doesn't make you a bad or a mean person, right? It actually shows your strength and it shows your dignity and the fact that you're not going to let anyone take advantage of you, right? It shows you're not going to tolerate anyone's BS mess. And I assure you with time and practice, boundary setting will become easier. And when someone is genuinely interested in you and they want to grow with you, setting boundaries is not going to be an issue, right? I always say that the real gonna ride and the rest will divide. If it is an issue, of course, it is up to you whether or not you're going to continue to date them or you're going to continue to entertain them. When you know your worth, cutting things that aren't in your best interest become so much easier. Next, we have dating tip number three. Do not ignore those red flags. Listen to me. Do not ignore those red flags, okay? Some examples of red flags would be lying, um, disrespect, poor communication, no personal growth, they're just stagnant, refuses to self-reflect, and does not honor boundaries, the list goes on. I would see a lot of these red flags hoping it was just a one-time thing, but it wasn't, okay? It was like a toxic pattern of behavior. And some might say, well, it gets worse before it gets better. No, it's going to continue to get worse. If you are blessed enough to see the red flags early on, please nip it in a bud, right? When you ignore red flags, not only are you enabling piss poor behavior, but you're allowing yourself to settle. And I don't ever want you to settle. Don't be discouraged because weaknesses can be turned into strengths and red flags can be turned into green flags like effective communication, honesty, um, respectfulness, practices self-care, honors your boundaries, so on and so forth. What it all comes down to is, you know, is your date willing to take the necessary steps to improving his or her behavior? If you do find that the person you are dating 
is displaying some red flags before you cut them loose, before you grab them scissors and cut them off, I encourage you to have an open and honest conversation about the negative behavior, right? Honesty and transparency are key. I always say that. And it's going to save you a lot of time being wasted, right? If the person you're dating is not willing to examine and change those negatives into positives, then you can pack it up, right? Ladies, okay, do not wait around thinking that you can fix him or that you can change him. For you to gain the courage to express how you feel, your concerns, what you don't like or what is bothering you, and they don't want to consider changing their behavior, it shows you they were never worthy of you or your time. Tip number four, dates with intentions. Date with intentions, right? You need to be dating with some purpose, some meaning, or you would just be wasting your time. Some may say it takes time to know what you want. Others say you know what your intentions are immediately. I say that when you know, speak up. You know, if you desire casual sex, okay, cool, say that. If you are looking to date seriously, okay, cool, say that, right? Even if you aren't quite sure what you desire, say that. You must always speak up. And if your date is being silent about their intentions, don't be afraid to ask those important questions. They might have the same intentions as you and maybe they're scared or maybe they're too shy to tell you or or they might have a whole different game plan or they might have some ulterior um, motives. So listen, say something. Don't be afraid to speak up. Don't become comfortable with how you perceive things to be, right? You always want to be on the same page. Don't assume that because he's doing all these things that he's your man and that y'all are together, right? When you're being silent on the situation, when you're being silent on the topic and you're going with the flow, listen, all of that is what's going to keep you in the gray area. So I watched this very interesting video with Devon Franklin. And in the video, he noted three questions to ask to get out of the gray area, which I thought was really awesome. So definitely go watch that video. And in his video, he says, quotes, the gray area is where you're most liable. He may text you all the time, but he never said y'all were together. End quotes. And I'm going to leave the link in the show notes so that you guys can watch the video. So you could be like, all right, I like you and I want to date exclusively. What are your thoughts on that? Or you can say something like, okay, you know, we've been dating for X, Y, and Z, and I would like to know where we stand so that no more time is wasted. So with the first one, it makes it clear that you no longer want to date casually anymore. And now that you want to step things up a notch and of course date exclusively, which is be you two, right? The second statement makes it clear about how much time that you've spent together, how much time you both shared together, and you're asking where you both stand, where you're going to go moving forward, while acknowledging that you don't want to waste any more time. And that's important because who wants to waste their valuable time? You have to be firm on what you're asking. Be firm on what you're saying. Always seek clarification. You don't ever want to be left not knowing, right? You don't ever want to be left in the dark, especially when it comes to something like this. Number five, keep your options open. And I talked a little bit about this in my situationship episode. Um, you know, don't be afraid to date other people. You're both still single, right? Until y'all lock it down. 
I know that sometimes we can feel that we're betraying the person that we're dating if we decide to date other people. But it's like, realistically, you're betraying yourself because technically you are still single. Technically, you can do as you please, right? You will probably be missing out on some really great experiences with others because you chose to date just one person. Listen, see what else is out there. Don't ignore dating others completely until you know that you are both serious about being with one another. Okay, we have reached the end of the episode. I really hope that you enjoyed this conversation. I hope that you found these tips to be valuable and that you can apply them to your dating life. I will see you on the next episode of Chats with Tea.